Securing your data backups. Don't overlook the importance of backups. Backups can feel like a chore, but they're actually very empowering. Beyond the peace of mind of knowing you're much less likely to lose data, you're also in a better position to make changes. Many tasks, like moving from Windows to a free and open source operating system, are much easier if you've already got your own backups. Keeping your data safe can be as simple as making copies and distributing them. All the way up to running your own cloud, the main purpose is always the same, preventing the horrors of data loss. Data loss can be tragic. In a time where commercial services train us to think that everything is at our fingertips, it's easy to forget that some things really are irreplaceable. Sure, you can probably hunt down all those memes you've saved, but personal photographs, notes, and works can all disappear in a moment of surprise to be quickly replaced with a flood of dread and regret. There's a harsh saying, data that isn't backed up is already lost. I've personally felt the loss of some data over the years that I'll never get back. There are so many ways to lose data, including deleting and overwriting data by mistake, device failure, or hostile attacks like ransomware. The solution is to keep your data on multiple devices in multiple places. Fortune favors the prepared, so it's best to do what you can to avoid such scenarios. The important steps are simplify, store, distribute, test. Simplify. Just like it can be hard to track down a specific form on a cluttered desk, it pays to have a deliberately organized system. Making as much use of your home directory as possible will go a long way. If you are able to have all your important files in a single place, such as C users Gabriel on Windows or slash home slash Gabriel on Linux or Mac, it can be much easier to then copy and transfer those files. Of course, that's the ideal scenario. Things may be saved elsewhere for all kinds of reasons, or even relegated to a particular cloud provider. This creates a new challenge of tracking down particular files in a race before they are forgotten altogether. The complexity isn't always your fault. Programs have the capability of installing their configuration settings in different places, so being aware of what program settings you need to keep safe is very important. Using simpler tools, taking an offline-first approach, and spending time to organize important files can go a long way to making your backups simpler. Simple backups can sometimes be fully automated or at least sped up with scripts. This all is even more true when you use multiple devices. The more organized each device is, the less work is required to manage it all. Store. Recovery checklist. For a complete recovery, you'll want to account for personal or work files. Any file you wouldn't want to have deleted. These include personal photos, documents, scan documents, or media. Organizational data, calendars, and contacts are some of the first things you'll want to ensure you have in a format under your control. Passwords. If you use a password manager, it's very important not to lose all your passwords. Browser profiles. Arguably the most important program to back up the settings for would be your browser. You can also separately back up important data such as bookmarks by having the entire profile. You can ensure you keep settings, add-ons, and other useful things to avoid disruption. Configuration files. These are program files mentioned earlier. Where they are stored will vary from program to program. It may depend on what system you're using. Installation media. At minimum, it's nice to have a fresh start every once in a while. 
having an installer on a USB to reinstall your system after any issues is a very useful thing to have when you can just throw all your files back in place. System backups. You can save time on reinstalling your system and programs by maintaining a backup of your system in its current state. System backups are very useful to go get back and running after a catastrophic problem or if a device is lost. No matter how much or how little simplifying you've done, you'll need to figure out how you're going to store your needed files. At minimum, you'll want to copy them to some form of external medium or remote server. Types of backup. Copy. The most straightforward way to move files is to copy them from one place to an external device such as USB drive or optical media. Push. If you have access to a home or remote server, you can regularly push files to keep them accessible. Pull. You could also give a home or remote server the capability to download your files remotely. Sync. It's also possible to use tools to sync files and folders between devices in real time. Encryption. It's useful to encrypt your backups, so if they fall in the wrong hands, your private files are safe from compromise. Sometimes, cloud services will claim your backups are encrypted, but it's critical that you control and protect the key that's used to access the files. Automation. Automation saves you time at the cost of initial configuration. It's ultimately up to you how sophisticated you want the backup to be. It can be a very simple regular copy or very complex with real-time sync and extra features. Offline backups. As far as I know, it's impossible to steal data from an unplugged storage device over the internet. Even if it was possible, it would be incredibly impractical to target most people. Having a backup that is disconnected from power is safe from all kinds of cyber threats. Time. Sometimes files aren't merely lost, they are mistakenly damaged or altered. It's useful to have version history of particular files to keep multiple system backups or keep multiple system backups from different moments in time. Redundancy. Less is absolutely not more in this scenario. If you've got spare time or resources and want to consider an additional layer of protection, more copies and or more storage locations significantly increase the odds of being able to recover files in a disaster. Distribute. There are scenarios where it is vital to have your data not exist in a single physical location. Natural disasters, break-ins, and many other unpredictable incidents can make it impossible to retrieve data once it's gone. Having a backup located somewhere else is how you overcome this. For data that isn't personal or sensitive, sharing is a perfectly viable option. If you've assembled an important curated collection of writing, media, or even just links, publishing it online can help ensure your work isn't wasted. You can also distribute files that you have the rights to on archive.org to make a mark on history. Storage types. Portable storage. The easiest way to get started is to copy your personal files to a portable storage device. When one doesn't require a huge amount of space, these are very convenient and work quite well. Portable flash storage is generally quite fast, but may not be suited for long-term storage. Optical media. If you're storing a relatively small amount of data that you don't need to change, optical media such as CDs, DVDs, or Blu-ray discs may suit your purposes. Data stored on optical media is often likely to last much longer than flash storage when kept in ideal conditions. External hard drives. A go-to method for people with many files is to back up their files on an external hard drive. 
These usually require their own power and data cable to work. They can feature faster speed and much larger storage space in exchange for a bulkier size. Network attached storage or remote storage. A more sophisticated method to store data is to run a server that allows files to be transferred over the network. There are all kinds of methods to set up repositories of data with various different forms of access control. Test. Backing up is just the first step. You'll want to make sure the files are properly usable. You don't want to waste the time running a fancy automated fully encrypted backup system to have that effort tragically wasted the moment you actually need it. File integrity. If it's been quite some time, it's worth making sure your old file backups aren't corrupted or otherwise damaged. Bit rot, errors, and ordinary wear can all damage the information stored on a backup. Disaster recovery. It's good to make sure you can start with a new fresh device in the event it gets damaged or your residence is hit from a natural disaster. Encryption. If your backups are encrypted, it's important to make sure you can actually decrypt the backup. Otherwise, you're just generating random data. Improve. Over time, you'll find things in your backup strategy you want to improve. By testing your backups, you'll have the opportunity to identify problems before you actually need the backup. Tools. The best backup tool is the one you'll actually use. Each will vary in features, complexity, and ease of use. You may be limited by what system you're using and your comfort level with command line tools. System features. Both Windows and Mac have built-in features for file backups and system recovery. There are many utilities for Linux distributions as well. Rsync and Rclone. Rsync and Rclone are tools that are so useful, either one of them is enough to consider learning how to use command line tools yourself. Both are excellent tools for transferring and syncing files between multiple systems. Disk cloning. Diskzilla is a great tool for making an image of an entire disk. This is one of many ways to create a full backup of a system or to migrate a system from one disk to another. Example strategies. Easy Stream copies personal files to an external hard drive. Has two extra USB drives, one with an operating system installer and the other with program installers or scripts. Regularly rotates the external hard drive with a relative for secure offsite offline backup. The Digital Surf. Maximizes their use of cloud services, uses multi-factor authentication to prevent intrusion, distributes data among nameless and innumerable third parties, zero digital autonomy, their entire digital life is at the mercy of a single provider without much ability to switch. Total Sloth. Uses their system's file history feature to have multiple versions of each file across time. Once a month, they shut down their system and creates a system image from the drive copies the system image to an encrypted file system on an external drive. Simple as they mutter while driving to their secure locker offsite storage. The Leech encrypts files and uploads them to free or cheap cloud storage, abuses free signups, automates everything, providers hate him. DIY Cloud self-hosts a variety of services. All their devices sync to the home server. Remote backup server pulls regular backups from the home server. Doesn't need much of the internet anymore. Thank you for listening to this backup overview. There are extra resources in the post itself. Feel free to take a look at libresolutions.network slash articles slash backups. And feel free to get in touch. Leave me an email. 
or comment, talk to me on the Fediverse. I'm always happy to get feedback or constructive criticism.